now now we're recording. All right, what's going on, fellow gamers? This is another episode of The Old Man Gamers. I am Jose. And this is Brodney. And today, we got a lot to cover. We're going to talk a little bit about the PlayStation 5 reveal, the uh, EA Play show. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we'll go over a few games, you know, the games that they showed from uh, each event, what we liked, what we didn't like. We like the the PS5 a lot more. We're going to tell you that right now. Yeah, I mean, we can go, just go ahead and jump in. Uh, they showed off the console. They showed off their uh, their line of accessories that's going to be releasing with the console. Some headphones, a media remote, a charger for the for the dual sense. They had a lot of games to show. It didn't seem like that like that at the beginning. They opened up the show with Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, headlining its third consecutive generation of consoles. Yeah. Now, now, did you think like I thought? And when I saw GTA Five, I was like. They're about to show GTA 6. I absolutely did. I, I was like, oh my God, Sony won already. This is over. I'm buying a PS5 right now. Yeah. And then I looked at it some more. And I was like, this doesn't look good though. And I realized there was clips from GTA 5 and that they're just putting that out again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they say it's going to be enhanced and expanded. They're giving away a bunch of uh, GTA online money, a million dollars a month from now until the launch. But yeah, I mean it's 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 GTA Five. You know, I, I bought it on 360. I bought it on Xbox One. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably buy it again. I'm, I'm probably but. gonna buy it again. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I want to see how it looks on the next gen console. We're gonna have we're gonna have played this game on three different generation consoles. That's insane. I shouldn't even say probably. Like unless you announce GTA Six, I'm definitely gonna buy it again. Yeah, and Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna yeah. put that on there. I don't even want to see Red Dead Redemption 2 again. I want to see a a complete remake or remaster of the first game. But I guess yeah. that's not coming because they apparently don't have interest in single-player content anymore. I'm still waiting for that spy uh, game that they've It's never coming, man. I want, it's never coming. It's called Agent? Man. Yeah, it's never coming. I want that one. Nothing's ever, nothing ever seems like it's coming from Rockstar. They take eight years for their games to come out. Man, they announced that game on like the towards the end of the PS2 life cycle. I think like it's never coming. Yeah, we don't know when the next game is going to come from them. I mean, I know it ain't going to be Agent. I know that or GTA Six. Apparently, well, yeah, that's true. All right. Well, so what? What's next? So that's that. That's the first thing they showed. That's the first thing that they showed. Yeah, I thought that was an odd way to open the show. I mean, I thought you know, it was kind of underwhelming to open the show with a with a was kind of going to be a seven year old game. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, GTA Online is a big thing, so they wanted to get that out there. Uh, it's going to be free on the PS Five for the first. I think they said three months. So I mean, that's nice for people who play online, I guess. But that's yeah. not us. Um. Besides GTA Five, they moved on and they showed the next Spider-Man game, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which, I mean, it looked obviously it looked a lot like the last Spider-Man game. Yeah, um, but it looked good. Really, really excited to play a Miles Morales game later this year. That's going to be launching with the console. Yeah, the first, I mean, the first Spider-Man game was good, um, and this is supposed to be a tie into that one, correct? It it is. It's. Oops. 
it's the uh, it's the same universe. It's the same story. Like Peter Parker is in this game. You know, Miles Morales, you know, appeared in the first game. He had just kind of got his powers and Peter is like helping him along. Uh, they say that Peter's in this game, but you know, the story is focused on Miles Morales. Right. Uh, and it, you know, it's a, it's a complete story arc for him and they're working on another Spider-Man game with Peter Parker. That's going to release another time. Yeah. And, and this one is supposed to be a, a shorter game, correct? Yeah. That, that's what they're saying. Uh, it's not as big as the, as the first Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. you know, there's some speculation it's not even going to be a $60 game. You know, they they mentioned uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, which is kind of a standalone expansion to Uncharted. Right. Came out for $30, but you know, it was its own self-contained thing. So that's kind of what they're comparing it to. Yeah. Uh, which, which is great. I mean, everything doesn't need to be 30, 40 plus hours. No, you're right. You know, especially if they're working on another Spider-Man game. Cause I can see, one, I, I think this one's going to do really well, right? I think mm-hmm. you know people love Miles Morales, but I can see him being in the next Spider-Man game too, where you can you can use both characters, Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Right, right. So yeah, I mean that that looked great. Really looking forward to that. Uh, like I said, that's going to be a launch title. Uh, they had a, a a series of other games that they showed. I mean, we don't want to go too deep into these. You know, Gran Turismo looked like Gran Turismo. Yeah. I mean, Racing games ha- have looked fantastic for a couple generations now. They have. I, I just yeah. do not care they at have. all. Yeah. Um, Sackboy Adventures, which I thought we were never going to see Sackboy again once Dreams came out, but he's back, so good for him. He won't <laughs> be playing that. Uh, Oddworld is back. Yeah. I don't know why that guy can only make Oddworld games, but, I mean, that's, that's his thing. Yeah, he made and, it. You know, it, it's, been a, it's been a really good series. But I mean, I'm just—it's just enough already. I'm not interested in revisiting that again. Yeah, and it looked—it looked uh, exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, higher resolution. It looked better, but yeah, yeah, it yeah, it looked like the same game basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Destruction All Stars. When that popped up on the screen, I thought it was—I thought it was Rocket League. Yeah. But yeah. it's a uh, vehicle combat game. And, I mean, there was a lot of sections where the players were on foot running around also. Yeah, that confused me. I wasn't sure if that was, if that was part of the game or if that was just part of, like, the presentation. You, you know what no, I'm saying? I mean, it, it, it looked part of the game. I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, my impression was, you know, if, you, if your vehicle gets destroyed, you're, you're out running around. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, obviously, they didn't show a whole lot of it. But, you know, I mean, it looked like it would be, it'd be fun. Yeah, I'll check that one out. I mean, yeah. I love Rocket League, you know, and, you know, my son loves Rocket League. So I'm sure yes, he'll, he'll want to play too. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket League pro. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pro. <laughs> that's, that's what he'll say. Yeah. They had a Kena Bridge of Spirits and Goodbye Volcano High. Uh, you know, a couple of another, uh, you know, a couple of interesting looking games. Kena in particular reminded me of the uh the 360 launch game cameo elements of power from rare mm. uh, i don't know if you remember that one it but it, it has a i mean it doesn't look like the same game but it had kind of like a similar feel in the trailer to me right um so i mean that that's that's another launch game i mean that might be something you can check out goodbye volcano high looked like a really narrative driven game a bunch of dinosaurs in high school getting ready to graduate yeah, because I couldn't even tell mm-hmm. if there was any gameplay or they were just showing like a cartoon or whatever. Yeah, I, I think it's 
going to be a mostly dialogue driven game. Mm. Um, you know, those are, those can be hit or miss. It, it That's going to live and die on the writing. So, I mean, yeah. there's not a whole lot we can say about that right now, but you right. know, again, looks like a unique experience. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, just something to keep an eye on. But then there were, there was some of, some of the other games that really stood out to me. Um, we had death loop. Uh, that was revealed actually at last year's E3. Uh, if you didn't see it, the concept here is just that you're on this island, you wake up on this beach, and you have eight people to kill, and you have one day to do it. Right? You gotta you have to uh, carry out these assassinations, but you're stuck in a time loop. So if you don't make it, or you, you don't get all all eight of them by midnight. Or you you know you get killed along the way, you just rewind right back to the beach and you got to try again. Yeah. So they're kind of selling it as all you know a little bit of a puzzle game. Like you know every time you play, you get a little further, you learn a little more until you can actually get through the all eight assassinations before midnight. The twist here though is that there's another assassin on the island that's literally just coming for you. Yeah. And that assassin can actually be taken over or, or can be controlled by another player online. Like people can kind of invade your game if you, you know, if you have that set and they're, they're just on the Island hunting you while you're trying to get, get through the, the eight hits that you have to, you have to take care of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unique. You know, it's, it's something different. You know, I don't know how interested I am in playing it. I mean, I, I'm not a big shooter gamer, but it's it's well, you know, different. It, it, it's not just shooting. You know, it is it is a first person game, but it's uh it's a lot like um Dishonored, which came from the same mm-hmm. studio. You know, yeah, you, you there are guns, but there's also magic and and melee weapons. And there's a lot of stealth. You know, it's not like a super fast-paced thing. It's kind of you take it at your own pace cuz you have to plan out your route and how you're going to get to these these eight targets. Okay. Okay. Yeah, when they showed it, it, it seemed like more like a shooter game, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In, initially, when they showed it last year, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be an all online game. So I, you know, I kind of that kind of killed my interest right then and there. Yeah. But it it is a it's a single player focused game, and like, like you said, it's a it's a unique premise. Uh, so that's that's another one worth keeping an eye on. They also had Ghostwire Tokyo, yeah. which I mean that the game looks really really crazy to me like kind of you're 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 in tokyo obviously yeah um they say that there's a you know traumatic event that wipes out 99 percent of the population yeah so you know it's a it's a empty tokyo but there are visitors which is you know their their word for demons all over the city and you're i, I guess the only one who can see it who or who can see them yeah and you're going around and you're you're fighting demons or the visitors using uh, using mostly magic. It looks like, but you know, whenever you're you're fighting the demons, he's making these these weird hand signals, like like hand movements, like he's really casting the spells, right? And you know, the whole point is you you work through it and you figure out what happened, what caused the event, who was behind it, etc. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I mean, I, I was saying that game, you know, another game that looked interesting. I I might check that out. Yeah, I mean it had a, it has a really interesting uh art style to it. And and again, just a a premise that you're not really used to seeing, you know. Yeah. The city looked fantastic. 
Yeah, you know, and, and it was really, really atmospheric. Uh, and you're, you know, you're wandering around the, these empty uh, Tokyo streets. You know, and the whole city's still lit up. Like it's, it's literally like people just disappeared. You know, so that that's another one that looked really good from from Sony's show. Um, outside of those, you know, obviously they they showed the sequel to Horizon. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West that's coming 2021. Yeah. They had uh Village Resident Evil. Yeah. Which looked it, it looked really good. I'm not I'm not going to lie. It's not a series that I'm a fan of. Yeah. Uh you know, I'm not into horror games, but it looked really good. It's set in a village. It looked like kind of maybe a a cult kind of vibe to it. Like the inhabitants of the village were uh not as they seemed. Right. And then they'd be hunting you down throughout the game. But that's another one coming 2021. So, I mean, I thought Sony had a really, really strong lineup all throughout their, their show. The only game that I saw that was a bit of a, a letdown was Godfall. I don't know if you remember that one. No. It's just a, it's a, you know, a games as a service game. And... I mean, it just, it looked like just the most generic kind of, you know, beat em up action type of game. You're, you're going around, you're, you have this armor, you're, you know, and you're basically kind of sword fighting with people. And, and, you know, they, they, they're dropping loot and you're, you're getting different armor, getting different weapons, you know, customizing your character, but nothing about it looked unique at all. Okay. Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. That was definitely forgettable. Yeah, I mean the, the the title's not doing it any favors either. I mean, no. you hear Godfall, and I mean that's not something that's going to stick in your brain. Like you don't, what is that even about? Yeah, I mean it, it looks like it'll be fine to play if you pick it up and you know, you, know, you you play it. It'll be fine, but it's not something that you're you're rushing to the to the store I feel to like get. You or. have to be really, really, really into that kind of game for that to be appealing at all. Some people are. I mean, it, it reminds it. It has that that uh, like those, those Batman Arkham game type of feels to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess for me, when I look at it, I'm like, why would I play this instead of, you know, Destiny or any of the other uh, uh, looter shooter type games? Well, this is this doesn't look like a shooter game. It looks like a, no, no, no. But I mean, other other than that, it's it's that type of game. You know, you're right. just kind of grinding through levels just to get, you know, to upgrade your loot and whatnot. Yeah. And, and look, this, this, is, this is another one of these, these old man gamer rants, okay? We're old man gamers, right? I haven't been a fan of those beat up these, these, uh, these henchmen. You know, I got I to gotta, I gotta hit this guy with like 10 different combo moves just to kill him, you know? And I got, and I got to do it for, you know, a group of five people every every you know 50 50 feet i, I move in a game like I, that's why i've never been into the batman games that that much you know they do in the spider-man it's tolerable in spider-man but i don't like that part in spider-man either you know like it's spider-man i, I shouldn't have to fight some some regular regular human beings you know blow for blow i should just be able to kick them and, and they stay down you know? yeah you know that that's a that's a real problem in game design uh i'm not not saying that they're there's a problem with the developers, but yeah, just but gaming like in general. It. But people, but well, pe- people, people, like people do. But I, I'm talking about it, it. It doesn't fit, right? Yeah. Um, that's a that's a big thing with The Last of Us too. You know that that just came out, 
Yeah. And they're really trying to send the message. They're painting the violence in a, in a, in a particular way, right? They don't right. want it. They don't, they're not trying to glorify the violence. They want you to feel the weight of the violence and not want to do it. Right. Right. Um, they wanted to have that, that kind of emotional impact on you. That's why a lot of the, the enemies will, will call out to their, their friends that you, you've injured. Um, you know, there, there are dogs in the game. I saw one person talking about they, they killed a guy walking his dog. I mean, not walking his dog. They're, they're hunting you. But, you know, you kill the guy with the dog and, and the dog starts whining and, and trying to wake up the, the, the person. You know, mm-hmm. so they, they want you to, to feel like, you know, these are real people yeah. that you're going after, not just, you know, like you said, not just minions. Yeah. But how many hundreds of people do you murder before the end of the game? <laughs> you know, and yeah. it, it's the same thing with Uncharted. He, he, you know, you get into the cutscenes, and, and Drake is, uh, you know, he's telling jokes and he's a real charismatic guy and he's a good guy, you know, you're rooting for him. And it's all these, these, these armies, you know, these, these mercenaries are, are coming after him for no reason. Right. right. He kills like a thousand people in every entry of that series, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, so the, it, for gaming, I, I think uh, companies that want to make those really narrative driven games and, and more mature games, you got to figure out a, a, another gameplay loop besides here's a room full of, or here's an area full of, of bad guys, go kill them. Yeah. You know, the, the only other alternative right now in, in games is sneak past them. Right. You know, but there, there ha- you have to figure out another, another way to do that. Another way to tell your story. That's not, we're mowing through nameless enemies. Yeah. I, I get it in some instances. Cause I mean, you know, people like their action and action games. I do too. You know, the, the, the frustration that comes from me is if I have a, a character who's supposed to have superpowers or the character levels up, right? Um, I don't want to have to keep grinding, you know, when I'm more than halfway through the story. Like, I'm more powerful now. I should be able just to sweep through some of these people. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, you know, I had that issue with Assassin's Creed. I don't like how everybody levels up with you as you level up. What's the point of leveling up then? Right. You know, like, once I level up, yeah, there could be some characters that are a little bit harder that, le- you know, that are on my level, but, you know, those same people that were level five shouldn't be, uh, you know, they should still be level five when I get, when I get up to like 30. So next time I run into them, you know, I could just, just smack them up real quick and, and not have to bother with them. That, that's the problem I have. Right. And, and yeah, there is that where your character is supposed to be uh, superior to all of these, these low level characters, but you still have to fight through them. Yeah. That's, that's one side of that issue. And then, like I said, you know, Uncharted, you got Nathan Drake, He's not a killer. He doesn't have any kind of any kind of uh, combat training. Right. And these are literal mercenaries. Like they're they're actual like private armies. Yeah. Why can't they shoot me? Right. Yeah. Why not can't they point. hit me and I can take out fifteen to twenty of you in every encounter? No, that, no, that that's a good point. No, that, that that's that's a really good point. That that's more of a game where he he needs to be more stealth. Right. There needs to be more. He has to kind of navigate around them, try to avoid them. Well, look, I mean, that, there, there's that option in some games, but I'm saying, like, why does there have to be a private military anyway? Sure. Like, yeah. he's, 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 I mean, he's Tomb Raider. You know, he's Indiana Jones. Like, yeah. Treasure hunter. Why can't he just go? Yeah, he's a treasure hunter. Why can't you just go and hunt the treasure and that be the game? 
Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. So yeah, all this to say is um, Godfall. I don't, I don't see uh, that making it <laughs> right. Yeah, back, back on track. God, Godfall, Godfall looks bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But outside of Godfall, I thought the the show was really, really strong. The only other part that it, that I did not like is there was no mention of price and there was no release yeah. date. Yeah, um, I was really expecting both of those things. I was ready to pre-order the PlayStation 5 as soon as that show was over, was over didn't happen. Yeah, I feel like Sony got some cold feet, man. Like I feel like they were ready to to reveal the price and then the last minute they backed out, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know um right now when their next planned event is. But I'm like when are you going to announce that? You know, you you have to let people know in advance what the price is going to be. And, yeah. and when they're going to have to pay it because a lot of most people are going to have to save up to try and order that. Yeah. And this was your big blowout event where you, you were showing everything. So, yeah, I mean, I think that I think maybe they were reconsidering the price. Uh, maybe not. Maybe they were never planning on revealing it, but I'm not sure when you're going to at this point. Yeah. Xbox didn't reveal their price either. Right? No, but they have another event in July, you know, okay. their first event was all third party games. You know, they didn't okay. show anything of their own yeah. because they're planning this event in July that has all their first party games. And and again, it's supposed to be a huge show for them. You know, they want just huge announcement after huge announcement after huge announcement. And everybody expects the price and release date will be revealed at that event. Mm. Yeah. You know, maybe Sony just wanted to wait and see what Microsoft is doing before that- they make their their final announcement. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you got these two companies that, that are kind of just seeing who blinks first on the price, who, who, who shows something first. And I feel like there might be some price adjustment based off of what the other, you know, the, the, the competitor puts out mm-hmm. there. That's what, that's what it felt like. Yeah. And, and Sony, I mean, I think it was a surprise to most people. They, uh, they showed two versions of the console, you know, the regular version and then a digital only version. Yeah. You know, and everybody seems to think that that is going to be either fifty or a hundred dollars cheaper than the, the the version with the disc drive. Yeah. So again, maybe they're waiting to see where Microsoft prices land, and they can say, "Hey, uh, you know, if we need to, we can kick it up to a hundred dollar discount to stay competitive with with Microsoft's uh, lower tier console." Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But yeah, other than that, I thought it was a it was a pretty good show. Yeah, um, not so for EA. Nope. EA had their EA Play Live event, which you know they've been doing for a few years now, and they seem to get taken by surprise every year at their own event because they never have anything to show. Yeah, man. Um, they turned into Bethesda at E3. I, <laughs> I mean... But there's that E3, you might as well not even show. Like, why'd you come? That's what it felt like watching that show. So just to just to get out of the way here, they had a couple of big games. I mean, semi-big games. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons was like the big game they had to show. But they had already revealed it like a week before. But, you know, um, it's a good-looking game. It's a space combat game set in the Star Wars universe. There's a campaign mode. You're going to be flying missions for the rebels and for the empire 
Uh, they say you're going to use multiple different pilots. You can play online. It's uh, 5v5 multiplayer. Yeah. And the entire game, if you want, can be played in VR. So that's great. It looks fine. Nothing, nothing groundbreaking or anything like that, but it, it's a good-looking game. Their other big announcement was Skate 4. Skate is coming back. You know, it's a, it, it was a pretty popular skateboarding franchise. It's been gone for a long time. So Skate's back. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like how the whole thing went down. I, I really don't. Me and B grew up huge Madden fans. You know, we're football guys, right? And over the years, Madden has just just gone down the gone, you know gone downhill. It's been a pretty bad franchise for like the last decade, right? Mm-hmm. Still popular because they own the NFL license, but pretty bad game overall. Um. <clears throat> We didn't expect much from Madden, but when they announced that they were bringing back another sports franchise, we were hoping it would be NCAA, Mm -hmm. college football game. And that kind of gave us hope because, no, yeah, it's the same company making Madden, and we're not big fans of Madden, but, you know, NCAA uh, football always had a a pretty deep uh, dynasty mode, you know, or franchise mode for, you know, like for Madden. But the dynasty mode, you can recruit players and build up your team and, and change positions and all that stuff. Like all the things that, you you know, that, that we've been missing from a football game because, again, Madden has been doing a good job with the, with the franchise mode, so it's, it's not really that fun building teams. So we were hoping for that. To come with a skate game, uh, <laughs> I, I, I knew it was going to be that. I, I told you, I said, watch it be some X games or some nonsense like that. I mean, and to not to throw shade at at all the you know skate fans out there. You know, if, if you're into that, I'm sure you like that game. But when you say a major sports franchise or major sports game coming out, you're not thinking skating. I'm sorry. Yeah, and look, skate skate's a good game. It's a good franchise. I'm sure a lot of people are happy it's back. That's fine. Yeah, I was hoping for NCAA. I wasn't particularly uh, convinced that it would be that. Right. The the biggest problem for me with that announcement was again you had nothing to show, and they they literally not even a screenshot. It was just two guys sitting there talking back and forth about how hey man skates back we're doing it, yeah. and they say it's it's coming eventually. So like not even a real timetable as to when that's coming out. Yeah, that can't be uh, your and, big announcement, you know. And and it's the same thing they pulled with uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, yeah. The first time they announced that it was it was super awkward. Because uh, one of the lead designers was just, you know, kind of sitting in the audience at the EA show. The host went over and was talking to him and he announced the game. Just standing right there. Hey, yeah, we're putting out a Star Wars game. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. No no logo, no screenshot, no video, nothing. And, you know, I I don't understand how you have, you know, when this show is going to be every year. How do you have nothing to show? Uh, Yeah. They they did they pulled the same kind of thing with Mass Effect Andromeda when they when the first time they announced it. I mean they had a little more to show for that. Yeah. But they still it was still a lot of concept art and uh this is the kind of feel we're going for and it's it's coming eventually. I, I just don't understand it. I I'm seeing a trend with EA. I'm not I'm just not a fan of EA anymore. I'm I'm not. I'm seeing a trend with them. Like they, it seems like they want every game to be Fortnite. I mean, I mean, look, look at half of the lineup that they showed at the EA Play. You had Apex Legends, 
you had that Rocket mm-hmm. game. What's it called? Rocket uh, Rocket Arena. Rocket Arena. Whoa. Which was not even EA's game. Uh, it was announced over a year ago, uh, and it was coming out with, an, with another publisher, and EA acquired the rights. But, I mean, that, that game has already been in beta. So, I mean, it wasn't even really an announcement. It was just, hey, we're publishing this game now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, just, it just seems like they're leaning towards more of those type of games. And I get it. They're popular. Apex Legends well, even, is popular. Even The Sims. They, they spend a lot Sims. of time with The Sims. And, and I'm not trying to throw shade like that at, at anything they said with The Sims. They were talking about a lot of uh, inclusivity stuff with The Sims. Yeah. And the way you can create the characters. But it's not, an, it's not really like an online game like that, right? Right. But, man, The Sims 4 has like 8,000 DLC expansions. Like, (laughs) you cannot just buy the... I mean, I guess you could, in theory, just buy The Sims 4 and play it, but you're missing out on, like, at this point, 90% of the content, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're really really into nickel and diming their their customers. Those aren't games. Again, they're popular games. I'm I'm not saying they're not popular and people don't like them, but those aren't games that are supposed to headline EA. Mm-hmm. Where's, I mean, they showed I think a, a millisecond clip of of Madden. Like they they really didn't want to show you Madden. Well, that's that that's the other thing, and uh, that's something that EA does all the time. Also, is when you have, particularly when you have a new set of consoles coming out, they show a trailer for their sports games all all together, not individual trailers. It's just their next gen trailer, and it's all shaky cam and it's all quick cuts. And it's all, you know, oh, here's football, here's FIFA, here's NHL. You know, because so, they don't want you to see it because you, they know it doesn't look good. Yeah, okay, fine. I get, I get the deal with Madden. Madden is always going to find a way to deceive you when it comes time to show the game before, you know, it actually comes out. I know what it is with Madden. But where's Mass Effect? Where's Dragon Age? You know, yeah, like, where, Mass, where... Mass Effect is coming, apparently. The, yeah. the Mass Effect trilogy, but they just decided not to show it in this incredibly jam-packed show that they had that's what i'm saying like you're all excited about oh we got this big surprise for you it's not gonna be a, a another football game it's, it's 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 not gonna be mass effect it's not gonna be dragon age it's gonna be skate yeah okay that's great but even skate fans i mean was that that big of a reveal to you like come on man yeah skate fans are sitting there like Yo, where's mass effect at? yeah yeah skate fans are like yeah i haven't played that game in like 10 years it's dead to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, thanks for bringing back this thing that I've learned to live without. Right. Uh, I, you know, yeah, I love the site bike. And they said, hey, a site bike's coming back. I mean, okay. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. It was great when I was eight. Yeah. Loved it. Won't yeah. play it. Yeah, no, but that, that, is a, that, that is another thing. They had, you know, they're, they're some of their top tier developers, Bioware, Dice, Criterion, Absent. Yeah. I mean, they, they showed they showed some concept art from Bioware. They showed some concept art from Dice. They showed some concept art from Criterion. No game announcements. No timetable on when the games are coming out. Just hey, you know these are all our developers who you love and and want to see things from, and you will someday. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. So, so it was a, it was an awful show. Yeah. So I told Brodney offline. You know, EA has their uh, their monthly subscription. It was called EA Pass B. Uh, EA Access. EA Access. And 
I think they're running some deal, right? Or you're, you're talking to me about if you pay for the whole year up front, it's like half the price, right? Well, no, I mean, that's not, that's not a deal. Like that, that, that's, that's just the way it that, is. That's like a structure. It's, it's, it's $5 a month or $30 for the year. Uh, yeah. Right now they're running a deal where even if you have subscribed before, you can get your first month for 99 cents right Right now. Yeah, we talked about that. And I, and, and I told B, $30 for the year comes out to what, $2.50 a month, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's not bad. That's a, but, that's a great price. I mean, for, you know, just for comparison, like Ubisoft has a similar program and I believe that is, it's just on PC, uh, but that's like 15 a month. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you get all their, their games or a lot of their games. But like I was telling you, they could come to me and say, hey, we'll give you the first year for free. I'll take it. I'll say, okay, thanks. But I would probably never use it because there isn't a single game on here that I really have to play. The only one that I would even consider really playing is the Star Wars Squadron. And I, you know, I probably wouldn't play it. Right. It's much like uh, Apple TV in that way. You know, if you've bought anything from Apple, you know, over the last year, you got a year of Apple TV. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, that's great. You know, uh, I, I've checked out a couple shows, but no, I'm not, I'm not renewing. This yeah. isn't good. Yeah. There's nothing on here that got me excited, man. I, I, I went through that list and I was like, even for two dollars and fifty cents a month, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, they they had a um, you know just in terms of the show, they had a couple of games that looked you know kind of interesting. Uh, Lost in Random and It Takes Two. Yeah, uh, it take It Takes Two is from Hazelight, who put out A Brother's Tale and A Way Out, and that one is about family. You know, they they the, the mother and the father they have a, a young daughter and they're going through a divorce and it's you know the 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 daughter creates these uh or makes these little dolls of the of her parents and they come to life and they kind of you know control the parents kind of manipulate their emotions and presumably to get the parents to stay together right i mean that's obviously that's story territory you didn't really go into that but i mean i i would presume that that's that's what they're going for there yeah um that studio they they make great stuff you know they're smaller games uh, and particularly with uh, a way out, it required co-op, uh, and that's kind of why I haven't, you know, I didn't play it. You know, it requires not even not even online, but it requires like in-person co-op. Yeah, like I wasn't I wasn't gonna play it, um, and it I don't think that's gonna be the case with this game. I mean, they, he it, it is a co-op game. I don't he didn't say that it required co-op or anything, um, but again, you know, nice looking game, nice idea. You know, the guy's a filmmaker also, the, the, the head of that studio. You know, he's made some movies. So he's really into the story aspect of games. And he talked about that a bit, uh, the need to marry story and game mechanics, right? To kind of really, to, to avoid what we were talking about before, where, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a really nice guy. I'm innocent, you know, and I'm just in this crazy situation. Yeah. And now I'm going to murder five people. <laughs> just now, in the next now couple I'm John seconds. Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm sure that'll be fine. Lost in Random, another game, look like a Tim Burton movie come to life. Yeah, it's a it's a fantasy setting. You know, you're in the city, and everybody's life is controlled by dice rolls. I mean, there's one dice, and it it controls everybody's destiny. In your character, not cool with that. You go and you get your sidekick dicey, and you decide you're gonna you're gonna break free of that. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, that's fine. You know, interesting little premise there. But again, it's a smaller game. Uh, a lot of times, those are kind of hit or miss. But yeah, that's something to keep an eye on and, and check out when it comes out. Yeah. But that's not why you watch these shows. Look, if, if you're somebody listening to this and you like these type of games, then, you know, look, they have a great deal on EA Access and you should check it out. That's, that's all I got to say. But well, my thing is, if you, if you like those type of games and you're listening, you're not watching EA play live to see those games. That's right. not why people you're tune right. into these kind of conferences. No. You want the big time game announcements that are going to floor you. Yeah, and that's not what this is. What was the biggest thing they showed? Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars was the biggest game that they they actually showed, and then you know they they announced Skate Four, which they did not show. Let me tell you something, man. If they told me, hey, the big headline is going to be we're going we're going to show you some of the Star Wars Squadron game that we I'm already announced last week. Yeah, I'm not doing it for that. No, no, I was very early on. They they said you know right at the beginning it was going to be 45 minutes. Uh, and they opened with Apex Legends. I'm like, okay, I get that because Apex is a huge money maker for you. Yeah. And you know, you got new stuff coming out. Whatever, fine. Then you went to The Sims, and you know, it was a nice little video presentation for The Sims. I'm like, okay, cool. But then I looked at the clock, and they were like 20 minutes in, and I was like, you got 20 minutes left. You got 25 minutes left. Yeah. You haven't shown anything. Nothing. And it was at that point I regretted my decision to watch. Yeah, but we stayed to the end because we wanted to see the big reveal, which was Skate. Mass, yeah, I wanted to see the Mass Effect trilogy reveal, which wasn't there. Yeah. Apparently that's coming, and they just decided not to announce it at this particular show. Yeah, so EA was a disappointment, man. But let's, uh, let's end on a high note, and we, we want to ask this question. Yeah, we can do a, you know, it's kind of a question of the week type thing. This this has been a, a pretty big year in, you know, for game releases. We want to give our predictions for what will actually win game of the year. Yeah, so we have a um, list of uh, nominees here that we think are going to be in, in contention. Yeah, so earlier this year we had uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, uh, Half-Life Alex, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Dreams officially released. Uh, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Just recently, about a few days before we recorded this, Last of Us 2 came out. Moving forward, you got Ghost of Tsushima, the Mafia 1 Remake, the Avengers game, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which is which just delayed to November 19th, from yeah. September to November. Halo Infinite, which will be launching with the Series X. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, which we talked about, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So, I mean, a lot of really strong contenders there. Yeah. Uh, just a, a, a really, really great year for, for game releases. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is going to walk away with game of the year? Uh, well, what I think is going to walk away and what's actually going to win are probably going to be two different things. I'm excited about Ghost of Tsushima. For me, it's going to be between Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? Those are probably going to be the two games that I play a lot of. But in terms of who's going to win it, I think it's it's going to come between The Last of Us 2 and... You know what? I'm going to go with The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it's either going to be that or... Uh, well, well, no. Resident Evil is not coming out until 20, 2021, so they're not. Right, yeah. Because I, I think... Uh, 
fans will go crazy over that. But yeah. I think it's going to be Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2. I mean, look, the first one won a ton of Game of the Year awards. This one is getting just stellar reviews. Uh, yeah. The last time I looked, it was like a 95 on Metacritic. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm about eight, nine hours into the game. I'm on Chapter 3. It, I mean, it's exceptional in just about every way so far. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's a, that's a strong pick. Uh, you mentioned Ghost of Tsushima. That's, that's probably my most anticipated game also. Mine too. I mean, just, just from, from growing up playing Ninja Gaiden and Bushido Blade and Samurai Showdown, you know, games yep. like that, Ghost of Tsushima is like the kind of the modern equivalent of Tenchu. what I always wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. Tenchu for sure. So like that, that's hitting a, a, a particular nerve for me. I don't think it's going to win any game of the year awards. Yeah, me neither. Um, I really think it, it is going to come down to last of us too. Cause I mean, everybody loves a, a good Sony exclusive, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think it comes down to that and cyberpunk. Yes. So, you know, cyberpunk is from CD project red, the, the developers of the Witcher three, which was, you know, critically acclaimed. Yeah. Excellent I mean, game. Yeah, no, it was it was outstanding. Uh, when I watch cyberpunk trailers and, and and gameplay, I just can't really get excited for it. Maybe that'll that'll change in a couple of days. They're having a a big cyberpunk event in two or three days, but as of right now, I think I would have to give it to Last of Us Two also. Yeah, yeah. When I looked at cyberpunk, you know, from what I saw, it reminded me a lot of Deus Ex, which I loved. I loved that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if it's between that and Last of Us, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Last of Us. You know? Well, you know, uh, initially that was my thought also that it looked like it was kind of a, hey, this huge city set in the future. You got all these body modifications. Yeah. And you can really just play it any way you want. Right. And that may be true, but everything they've shown is straight FPS combat. And right. that's really, really kind of turned me off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> you know, I'm not the, a fan of that. The only thing I think that can really kind of turn the tide is, like I said, it got delayed from September to November. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's going to be launching right along with the new consoles. So I feel like a good portion of their audience is only going to play it on next gen consoles, and it'll be obviously uh, fresher in people's memories when Game of the Year awards start coming out than Last of Us will be. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, it could be some recency bias going on there. Could be. Um, but right, as of now, I think I'm going to stick with Last of Us 2. Yeah. Halo Infinite, man. I mean, they haven't shown enough of it yet for me to, to, to really make a good argument for it. But they, they really need that one. They, they need Halo to come back and, and come through <laughs> big time. Yeah. Because they, they, you know, Microsoft right now, they, they purchased a bunch of studios. They started a few studios. But they don't have any uh, any top tier first party series right now. Uh, their big event is going to be in July, where they're showing all their first party games. I'm really, really, really hoping to see Fable, uh, the, Ooh, you know, the, yeah. the new the new version of Fable there. Yeah. But you know, as we sit here right now, none, that hasn't been announced. They haven't shown much of Halo Infinite. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not just going to go on faith. So. Yeah. You're going to have to wait and see on that. Well, all right. We'll end this show here. And um, 
what other events we, well they have a there's another uh xbox event coming up right yeah the xbox event is coming up uh i think it's mid-july uh, i'm not sure if they've actually given a specific date yet uh, but that's coming up soon tomorrow uh which is june 23rd right now there's going to be a, a new game announcement from uh i mean it's from summer game fest i mean we don't know what who the developer is or what the title is at this point um wednesday the 24th a big marvel avengers event and then the 25th is the cyberpunk 2077 event so i mean there's going to be a lot of news coming out in the near future yeah uh, on, on some of these upcoming games yeah so be on the lookout for some more articles. And in fact, you can go to lbhtshow.com right now and, and see the latest article that we wrote about the EA Play event. We wrote a, a very uh, critical article about that. We covered a lot of that uh, in this podcast, but if you want to read more, check that out. We also got uh, links to the, the the games that they showed. So you want to go mm-hmm. online and take a look at those games, just go to our site. We have them all right there for you. Yeah, if you want to see the, if you haven't watched the PlayStation show or the EA show, we have those, uh, you know, linked on the site. Mm-hmm. Definitely check out the PlayStation show. Don't bother with EA. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless you're really into Star Wars or you're really into indie games. Yeah. But even then, just don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're going to be doing some more shows coming up here soon. We're going to cover all the things that that will be coming up. And I'm excited to to talk about those games, you know, cyberpunk. I want to see more of that. Yeah. So yeah. You know, look out for that. So yeah, we'll be back soon with a, with a lot more coverage. All right. That is it for this episode. We'll see you in the next one. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, you can go to anchor.fm slash LBHT slash support and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. You can also support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.